For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. All right, Raider Nation, welcome back into the Fan Cave for another RFR conversation. Your old buddy Murph here with my cousin Sonny. And welcome in Associated Press writer and often Raider commentator, the one and only the Twitter legend, Josh DeBow. Yeah, no problem. How are you guys? Doing fantastic, Josh. Appreciate you joining us here in the Fan Cave, man. It's great to have you in. And, uh, you know, of course, we're all excited that it's football season, man. And that's got to be music to your ears, too, that now we're back in the season and you actually got something that you can keep up with and write about, no? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a lot better to be talking about games and stuff as opposed to going through all the other stuff that we went through in the offseason. <laughs> yeah. Much more interesting. There you go. So, hey, so before we jump in the Raider talk, tell us a little bit about you. How did you get your start? How did you get uh, hooked up with the AP and writing about the Raiders and all that good stuff? I started um, in college, uh, University of Michigan, writing for the student paper there, and then did some freelance stuff for AP while I was there, and started work with AP right out of college in New York, and moved out here in 2004, and started covering the Raiders in 05, so it's been uh, season number uh, 16. 16, so you've seen, uh, so you've kind of been around, we had a we had a couple blips on the radar there of, of good play, but other than that, 05, yeah, no <laughs> yeah like 05 to One now, it's, season, so. it's been a rough run for you covering the Raiders, hasn't yeah, it? Yes. So it explains maybe why some of the tweets are a little negative. I haven't seen them. <laughs> so. so Josh, are you a hater? I'm not a hater. I just, like, <laughs> you know, I get accused of it, but I don't consider myself a hater. But there is a, a lot more. Look, I'm happy to point out anything. I like to point out the interesting stats. So when a team loses as much as it does, the stats are more negative. 
But I actually did, because why not during this time of quarantine when we have time to do whatever? I actually just looked back at my tweets from November this past year where the Raiders won three games in a row. I was like, wow, there are a lot of positive stats in here. So, you know, so team starts winning, the stats become much more positive. So, Josh, can numbers lie? Sure. Yeah. How so? Well, this could be a sensitive topic for some, but if you want to look at like Derek Carr, I think has maybe has the highest passer rating in Raider history. Does that make him the greatest quarterback in Raider history? No, I'd say Ken Stabler is the greatest quarterback in Raider history. Right on. Oh, so, you know, you can use numbers in different ways. I, you know, there's definitely it's how you use them. You can use them to paint a story. And I think I try to I think I try to do it accurately. I think uh, you know, some people would obviously disagree with that, but um I happen to think Ken Stabler is better than Derek Carr. Some people don't agree with that, but there you go. Uh, I, I'm 100% with you on that. And if you look at Kenny Stabler's stats, they're they're awful. You right, know, the interception. So, yeah, it's, it's a totally different era when they're playing back then when your guys are throwing basically one touchdown for every interception, you know, pretty close to it. And now, you know, things have totally changed. I think people sometimes look at the raw stats and the completion percentage and yards and rating and things like that and don't recognize that the game is totally different. The rules have changed, the approach has changed, and – to be a good quarterback now, you got to put up a lot better numbers than you did 20 years ago. Derek Carr, is he the Raiders quarterback of the future or, or not? And, and do you do you allow him this year to prove himself? Like that's kind of the the mantra everybody's saying is now we have the receivers, so this is his year to prove it or not. Does he get another pass or is this it for him, do you think? I, I think it would be really – if if we're looking at another season where they don't score 20 points a game, don't have a winning record, don't make the playoffs, like – it's hard to keep making excuses at that point. But, you know, I think if they perform the way they think they can perform this year, could, could he be the quarterback going down the line? Sure. But they, I think they have to perform better than they have the last three years if you want to you know, stick with the same direction that you've been going. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, and certainly he's, he's, he's better supported than he, than he always has been, uh, or not, not always, but he's better supported than he right. has been recently. Than he was the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So you, you spoke to the numbers and you spoke about Kenny Stabler. You know, Kenny Stabler was an MVP of the league and he threw for 2,500 yards. I mean, like right. Kenny doesn't, didn't have those, those big numbers. I've kind of had the opinion this season, and I know it kind of runs against a little bit of what the NFL goes, the direction the NFL is going in with these high powered offenses. But I felt like if, if it's not all dependent on Derek, if Derek only has to throw for 200, 250 yards a game, throw a couple touchdown passes and let the defense and Josh Jacobs do the work, isn't that really what Derek, isn't that when he's at his best or am I misreading that as a fan? I guess question, do you think that this is a defense that's good enough for that kind of approach is, is the question. Right? And giving up 30 points to Carolina, you know, isn't great evidence of that? <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously it's one game it's early. Yeah. You know, they can they can play better but um you know i think can you win with average to above slightly above average quarterback play and not patrick mahomes sure but then you need basically you need the, the 49ers defense last year mm-hmm. um and the 49ers running game last year and then you can can you win with you know jimmy they, they were a few minutes away from winning a super bowl with jimmy garoppolo who's you know basically the same level of quarterback as Derek carr you some people pick one, some people pick the other, but they're basically, you know, they're in that group of guys who are basically, you know, that average, slightly above average, slightly below average, depending on the year, quarterback. So, so what do you say to the, I see, on, yeah. I'm sorry, go, please. Go, yeah, go ahead. 
Well, I see you on Twitter all the time. I mean, and I've been following you for a long, long time, even before this. You know, you, of course, you, you, you got a lot of attention here lately, but even, <laughs> but long before that, I've been following you because this, and I do your numbers on our show all the time. And I, and I always mm. give you credit. I'm like, this, here's some numbers and here's some like just little factoids and things that I pull during the course of the week mm. that you're sending out there. And the information is phenomenal. And so, um, and I really trust where you're coming from. And so I got, uh, really, I got two questions for you. So first, let me right. ask you, what's the source of your, are you just, do you, do you have a database you're pulling from that the AP provides you? Or are you Google searching this stuff? Like, what do you, how do you come up with all these wonderful stats you do? Well, we've got a, we've got a, AP's got a re- contract with Sport, Sport Radar. Um, and Sport Radar has the official NFL stats. So they have a database that you can search through, which is where you know, a lot of this stuff comes from. And some of it comes from, you know, Pro Football Reference. It's a great resource that's available to anyone. Um, a, a lot of the stuff you can get from there. Um, and then football outsiders, pro football focus occasionally, sports info solution, you know, various different places. Um, but say sport radar is probably the main one. Um, and just for, for the historical kind of things. And, and then, yeah, a little bit of pro football reference. Sometimes it's easier to use that one. So when you, when you, you put these things out there and again, they're, they're awesome. And I encourage people all the time. I'm like, go follow Josh, like go follow him on Twitter. You want if you're a Raider fan, like, and you want it raw and you want to know what, what it is. And it's funny because you put these things out there and people take them and like as opinion or like, or, or with agenda, but you're not doing that. And like, and I think that it's up to each own to interpret however they want to, but oftentimes it's like people get defensive. Right. And so I see people come at you and they're like, well, yeah, but well, yeah, but well, yeah, but Derek doesn't have receivers. Well, yeah, but he doesn't have a defense. Well, yeah, but he doesn't. So my question to you then is this. What does the does a defense need to look like numbers wise to then squelch that argument to where D Derek does have a defense or the Raiders offensively have a defense well, to complement? I think it depends what you're arguing. If you're arguing why they're scoring 18, 19 points a game, then I think putting the blame on the defense, you know, that's a little tough. Right? The offense will be able to score. You know, when Drew Brees had bad Defenses in New Orleans, they scored 25, 26, 27 points a game. You should be able to score, you know, does it help if you get more turnovers and get better field position? Sure, it helps. But you shouldn't be at the bottom of the league if you're an elite quarterback, um, you know, no matter what your defense is. In terms of winning, you're going to need a good defense. You're going to need at least probably an average defense. That's basically what Kansas City had last year is, you know, somewhere around average defense. If you have that and you have a great offense, you you can win if you don't have a great offense, then you're going to probably need an elite defense. So just, a, you know, it's just a sliding scale. You can be, you know, I think offense is easy. I think offense is, it's easier to stay good on offense year in, year out. I think their teams, you look at the teams that have had success. It's been that have had consistent success over lots of years. It's been the ones who've had the quarterbacks. Like that's how it is. The offense you can sustain and the quarterback is so far and away the most important part of the offense. If you have the quarterback that you just have a floor, you know, you could Seattle, like, even in their worst seasons, when they doesn't have talent, them on offense and the defense isn't as good, you're still looking. Okay, they're going to be nine seventeen because Russell Wilson's really good. And if he's got the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch running it, now they're a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, so I think you're just, you're just looking at that. The offense is easier, easier to sustain. The defense, you know, you look at Jacksonville. You have one year with a great defense, but you have Blake Bortles at quarterback. That's not going to be. That's not sustainable. The Bears with Trubisky. You, know, you, you see teams or Rex Grossman. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. The Bryce Grossman Bears. It's basically right. Where it's like, okay, they had a year where, yeah, they were really good. And then it's like, okay, why don't you? He said, it's so hard with defense because it's hard to keep the 11 guys 
it's easier for the offense, the opposing offense to pick on the weak link. So if you're not really good at every level of defense, then the other team can sort of still find something to exploit. Guys get hurt. Guys get new contracts and you lose them. It's just hard to sustain on defense. It's much easier to sustain on offense. If you have a great quarterback, now you're ahead of the game. Like the Chiefs is only so bad the Chiefs are going to be as long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy. They're not going to be a four-win team with Patrick Mahomes. They can have injuries. They can have a bad defense, whatever. They're still going to be scoring 24, 25 points a game, and they're going to be competitive. Gosh, do you, do you feel that Derek Carr was trending in that direction prior to 2016 and the injury, and ever since then he just, just hasn't been in the same old self? Because at one point it seemed like he was moving there, and now he's just, just falling off to be this average quarterback. What happened there, you think? You know, I don't know. He definitely played better. He definitely took more chances, it seemed like. He threw the ball deeper in 2015. Um, and even 2017, where it didn't go well, he actually threw the ball deeper. Um, now, it wasn't successful that year. And he's definitely thrown, not done that. And I think, you know, people make a big deal. Okay, Drew Brees doesn't throw the ball deep, and, and they win. And it's sure, you can throw the ball short and win. Um, the 49ers offense is built that way. The Saints offense is built that way. But it's easier when you're throwing the ball, you know, Al Davis knew that year. Like it is, you know, it is easier. Mm-hmm. Big chunk plays on offense to get, you know, to score. Uh, he, when you're trying to move the, you know, the John Gruden offense a little bit, when you're doing those four or five yards at a time and get the third and manageable and to work the third down, then it's basically one holding penalty or one sack. And it's like, okay, our drive is solved. Whereas if you're Patrick Mahomes and it's third and 18, it's like, okay, fine. I'll complete the 30 yard pass on third and 18. And then we'll, we'll go, you know? So, I think he, he has become a little more, whether it's him or whether it's the Gruden offense or whatever it is, he's definitely become less willing to throw the ball deep. He did a couple times the first half last week, which was encouraging. Um, he had three, I think, in the first half, which was a good sign. Um, that one to the, rugs early on, even though he didn't connect on it. Even when you don't connect on him, it's still, they still have an effect. You know? And then he hits one to rugs, he hits one to Aguilar. And, you know, had another, I think, one to rugs. It was maybe 18 yards downfield. So, you know, the, Definitely, when you do that, you don't have to do it 20 times a game. You know, you do it four or five times a game, and that's sometimes enough. You know, you, you know, maybe you hit one or two of them, and that gives you a score or a scoring drive, you know, leads to a scoring drive, or maybe you now loosen things up. So now when you dump it off to the running back, it's a 12-yard gain instead of a six-yard gain, and now it's a okay. great change, things like that. So is that more on Gruden for the offense, or is, or is that more on Carr for not taking it deep? That's hard to say. Gruden's offense is definitely more, has always been more in the West Coast, the traditional West Coast and the shorter stuff. You know, I think he would like Carr to take more chances. You know, he doesn't really, he won't come out and say it, but so I think it's hard to totally tell unless you're in the meeting rooms with those guys. Um, um, you know, w- when there were opportunities for, for Derek maybe to throw deep when he hasn't. So it's hard as an outsider to say who that's on. Um, you know, but I think that's, you know, it's probably a combination, you know, like most things, it's a little bit of both, but I think, you know, I think for this offense to to reach the levels that you know they need to lead, that they want to reach, they need to they need to take a little more chances, and they got, I think that's why they drafted rugs. You know, Gruden yeah. wanted rugs, Mayak wanted, you know, they wanted. I think, you know, they definitely recognized it. They got a guy who they think they can stretch the field a little bit and help them get these big plays. So we'll see if it if it lasts. You think there was any reason Edwards didn't see a lot of action? Uh, yeah, no, it, it was kind of curious. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I will say this, I, the writer, you know, I haven't been out at training camp because I'm still back in the Bay Area. I'll be going in for the game this week. So I had not seen them practice. So I'm just going by you know, what I was, and the reports from all the guys who were at practice is, man, Edwards is really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everything you're reading. Now, 
Gruden would always try to downplay that anytime anyone brought it up. So maybe there were other things going on, but he was on the field a lot. So they obviously trust him. Um, you know, I think maybe it was just circumstance that he didn't get the ball to beat, but you know, we'll see this week whether he's a little more involved, but it, it was, I was expecting more. Yeah. You know, we all were more, more than one target. Hey Josh, we could have bring you on a Raider show without bringing up the uh, non-answer that was heard around the world. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that a few times in my Twitter mentions. <laughs> I'm sure you had a blocking party after. This I, I, I have not blocked anyone who who tweets that. I, I keep seeing it. Good job. Good I'm job. Not, I'm not big on the block. So okay, Good job, man. love it, man. Yeah. What, what what's that like being a reporter, asking the kind of the tough questions and getting that kind of answer, and then seeing that kind of trend and go viral and like. Do you sit there and go, I shouldn't ask it, or is that good for you? Or take us through that process as a writer for you. Well, it's not that unusual. I think the more unusual part is now that these are all broadcast on Zoom and mm. can see them. You know, it's yeah. not the first time that I've asked a question and someone hasn't wanted to answer it and answered, you know, basically said, I'm not answering it kind of situation like that. But when it's in a locker room and it's not on Zoom for everyone to see it and can, you know, put it up on Twitter and social media, you know, it, it just, dies that day you know yeah it's question it's over and we move on so but it doesn't it doesn't matter right he doesn't want to answer the question he doesn't have to answer the question i thought it was a legitimate question if people are amused by the answer right that's fine that doesn't bother me you know i can just ignore the every time that i see it in the in my twitter mentions after every you know but i mean it's probably gotten you some street cred a little bit you know with certain raider fans so <laughs> Uh, yeah, there are definitely some who who appreciate it, and definitely some who don't. So, yeah. well, we've already seen it. Just doesn't matter, Josh, on T-shirts, and we've seen. Oh wow! Yeah, we've seen, not seen the T-shirts. So. Oh yeah, and it's it's a meme already. Like people are yeah. using that. It's the body language that was demonstrated there that no. that uh, that that followed along with it is is what sold yeah. it. I think, but yeah, but. That was, uh, but yes, I thought a very fair question as well. So I got two more for you, and then we'll let you get out of here. And first off, thank you for your time. Thank you for spending a, a few yeah, minutes no with us here at Raiders Fan Radio. So you mentioned you're going to be in Vegas. Are you going to? Are you get to attend the game? Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. So yeah. you'll actually I'll get a chance to see a legion. What are your expectations yeah. about that? I'm excited for it. The pictures I've seen look amazing. The people I know have been in. You know, I'm. I love the Coliseum. So. Well, us too. We grew up in, in the too. Bay Area too. Yeah. So, but yes, we know where you're coming like from. from uh, like I covered the 49ers and the Raiders, and I, I always found it more enjoyable to cover a game at the Coliseum. I think our seat was better in the press box. You could hear the fans. Like mm-hmm. in modern stadiums, the press boxes are all sealed shut. You can't even hear the fans. Like so, and the Coliseum was 10 minutes from my house. So convenient. I, I loved it. But uh no, I am looking forward to seeing a Legion. It should be, it, it should be pretty cool. Good deal. Good deal, man. So hey, so uh while you're so we're we're broadcasted down there. We're we're uh, some of the crew here in the fan cave, we're headed down to the game as well. Of course, oh, cool. we won't get to go to the game, but uh right. we we're running tea at the stage door casino or something. Uh, the beverages are on me, my friend. <laughs> there you go. Sonny, you got anything else for Josh before we let him get out of here? How big is Vic Tafer in person? <laughs> Picture Trent Brown and go up like a size or two. <laughs> Like Trent Brown well, is nobody's little... seen Trent Brown, so I can't. Well, that, good oh, nice, nice, <laughs> good one, go. Sonny. So. There you go. Well, hey, well, Josh Dubow, it's Josh Dubow AP, correct? That's your Twitter handle. Yep. Raider Nation, if you're not following him, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Follow Josh on Twitter. Uh, anything else, Josh, that you can uh, promote or shout out or anything while we got you? No, I'm good. So good being with you guys. So uh, in, in, enjoy enjoy the first game. All right, first, man. Cool. First game at home. Appreciate you, Josh. All right, brother. Yeah, talk to you Appreciate you. Bye. Take care. Bye.
Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.